Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. He's involved in a number of businesses. He's a great role model. Telling it like it is. Giving you both sides of the story. This is Cats at Night. Great American, a great New Yorker. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. This is John Katsimatidis uh, with the number one show at 5 o'clock. And uh, uh, we're, this is a TriCast from WABC Radio and on 970 AM The Answer and on WLIR in Long Island and Half the East Coast could listen to us, and we have a full house today. Uh, we have some common-sense Democrats, some common-sense Republicans, except for maybe one. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting a bit. The show didn't even start. Well, I'm, I'm not talking about you yet, uh, Tony Carbonetti. Uh, wait, uh, wait, wait, why uh, do you think he was talking about Judge you? Judge Richard Weinberg. Uh, we have uh, a f- former son-in-law of President Nixon. Not a former son-in-law. You were the son-in-law yes. of President Nixon. Ed Cox. And we have... The Payne, Ryan Payne, they'll talk about the, the markets today. Tony Carbonetti, chief Tony Carbonetti from, uh, was, uh, Rudy Giuliani's chief of staff and the borough president of Staten Island, the great borough, Vito Fasella. How are you, Vito? I'm doing great, John. Great to be with you all. And Lydia, we have an exciting day today. I mean, the whole world almost came to an end today. Uh, what the hell's going on in Washington? Nobody knows. But uh, while we we have a lot of people coming on today, stand by for a lot of surprises. Let's go straight to uh, Michael Goodwin. He is a Pulitzer Prize winning writer of the New York Post. Michael Goodwin, are you there? I am. Michael, so- what the heck is going on in Washington? Can anybody believe what's going on? Well, that's why I tuned into the show. I, I want I want you to tell me. <laughs> It is a remarkable uh, series of events that we're watching. And, uh, of course, uh, the Attorney General's uh, remarks today were uh, did not clarify anything. I mean, they, they really just, find, I think, muddied the water a little more and raised more questions than he answered. And it was a very unimpressive performance, and I and think Michael, not good enough. I want you to notice something. The, usually the FBI director stands next to the attorney general. He, the, the attorney general only stood there alone and apologized because everybody was criticizing the FBI. What do you think that means? Well, it's a good question. I, I, I don't know that, uh, uh, I think, anyway, my, my guess is they're suddenly aware of the politics here, and they didn't want to, uh, have the FBI director uh, in a sort of political situation. So the AG comes out alone, uh, prepares a, reads a prepared remarks in which he says, "There's nothing to see here. There's nothing unusual. Uh, there was, you know, we 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 did this in the only way possible." Um, but none of that, none of that rings true. None of it rings. None of it makes sense on the surface, and I, I and I emphasize that that is the point here. Just you don't need to be an expert in politics. Uh, you don't need to know a lot about the law to say 
something wrong here. You're going to raid the home of the former president, and we don't really know why. You haven't really told us what you're looking for and why you couldn't have done it in another way. Uh, Michael Goodwin, they used to say, the old expression, me and you growing up, they used to say something is rotten in Denmark. I think Mm -hmm. we're changing it to something is rotten in Washington. Well said. Uh, because this this did not help today, and don't forget, which, uh, this came about seventy two hours after the raid. So they waited all this time to deliver a big nothing burger. Michael, it's, it's Richard Weinberg. Let's be clear about what the law is here. Even if Trump were convicted of this document crime, this alleged document crime, that does not bar him under the United States Constitution from either running for or holding the presidency again. Because it's not a criminal statute. That's right? exactly right. Well, the other thing yeah. is I had to laugh. You can't accept- I had to laugh when the Attorney General of the United States of America stood up there and says, we have equal justice for all. Mm-hmm. I, I want to know who believes that. John, right. what, what I want to know is they used to always make fun of Trump for not reading his classified briefings in the morning. So what documents does he have? Would he take some Saudi golf balls? <laughs> I, I mean, what, what, what does he maybe, have? Maybe it's the Martians. Has it ever happened? He took the Area 51 documents. That's it. I know a president has never been raided, but has it ever happened that even an individual was raided over some so-called classified documents? And can't Trump actually declassify documents on his own? I know one they did not do, and that was a Mrs. Clinton server that had lots of classified stuff on it and is probably hacked into by foreign policies, and they didn't raid that. It just had Chelsea's wedding plans. Come on. Right, right. Did they ask you to search one on, on Hunter Biden? I must have missed that, too. Yeah, right. Uh, so so did I. And uh, and I think we're, we're, we're talking about the heart of the suspicion, which is that this is a two-tier justice system, that Democrats are treated uh, more liberally and more friendly and easier by the FBI and the Justice Department, and Republicans get raided. Uh, whether it's Paul Manafort, Roger Stone. Uh, I mean, they stopped a congressman the other day and took his phone. Peter Navarro. Uh, Peter Navarro. So uh, you just have this sense that they are using the Justice Department to disqualify the Trump uh, operation and Trump personally, but also all Republicans. I mean, they they really look like they're they're determined to use the power of law uh, to play a political uh, takeover here. But they better be sure there's something there or it goes to Trump's advantage. Well, look, I think right now it's gone to Trump's advantage. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that there is a, a widespread revulsion at what they're doing, and it just looks like unfair play. And people don't like that, even mm-hmm. though they don't like Trump necessarily. They don't like unfair play. Um, the other thing um, is that uh, the oddity here is that the timing. So Joe Biden was having a reasonably good week or two, got some things done. The Zawahiri gas prices are coming down, got that piece of legislation through Congress. Uh, Trump is has been you know, sort of very slowly bleeding support. Uh, it looked like, you know, Ron DeSantis was was up and coming in, in all these different Republican polls. And I think this thing just scrambles all of that. It, it takes over the news cycles for days. So so 
So Biden's accomplishments or gains are wiped off the front page, wiped off all the headlines. And and meanwhile, it looks like Trump is, is gaining support from this because he looks like the victim of, uh, of unfair play and, and, and weaponizing law enforcement. Michael Edcox here. There's no doubt this unites the Republican Party behind him, even those who are not in favor of his running again, et cetera, or – this is this is going to unite the unite just about the whole party behind him. Now I know uh, Michael Goodwin. I know um, Merrick Garland took responsibility. He said he personally authorized it. But just a few days ago, the former Attorney General under President Obama, Eric Holder, he made a bold prediction saying that he believed that Trump could face an indictment, and so could some of his loyalists. And that he he anticipates it'll pick up after the midterms. Could he be psychic and he should charge, you know, a couple hundred bucks an hour like Miss Cleo? Or do you think that Obama and Eric Holder and Biden also know something about this? And basically Merrick Garland has now become the fool guy. Um, look, uh, in my column uh, yesterday, I quote from a New York Times story in April that I think goes to the heart of, of your question, Lydia. And it is that the Times wrote in April that Biden had let it be known in the White House that he was frustrated with Garland and that he thought Garland was too deliberative and should be prosecuting Trump. Um, And the Times added that Biden has not said this to Garland directly, but here it is in the New York Times. So we have to assume Garland got the message. And I, I, I wrote about that at the time. I mean, this is Biden promised, right? You, know, you look back when when he appointed Garland, you know, the, we will not make the decisions who to prosecute. That will be made in the Justice Department where it should be made. Well, there you have the president signaling to his attorney general through the New York Times that he wants Donald Trump prosecuted. Now, is that what this is about? Is 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 Merrick Garland so desperate to please Joe Biden that he's now, excuse the pun, trumped up? some reason to raid him and search through his house in the strange strange now the other thing that another new revelation everybody says why are we hiring 87,000 irs agents we go from 12,000 to 87,000 well there was another revelation today they're all union members they're the unions are forcing uh, them to hire 87,000 more union members I have nothing against unions, but that's one of the things that uh, were, 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 came out today. Well, and, and there was an ad, the, F, the uh, IRS put out an ad in which it said uh, you will be required to carry a gun in some cases and be prepared to use deadly force. Now, this is the IRS. Uh, who knew the IRS was armed? I th- they run higher IRS guys and higher border patrol to, to protect the borders of the United States of America? How about school security oh, no, I, agents I, I th- to protect kids in schools? they're taxing drug deals. They're taxing drug deals, so they have to go on drug raids now. And 75% of audits are done on people that make $200,000 or less. So that is BS when they say, oh, we're not going to go after the middle class, when that's all they've ever been doing. And how are you going to pay for those 87,000 benefits packages, John, and their salaries? They're going to have to make it up well, somehow. Well, take care of uh, whatever union they're members. And they have to justify their existence. When you give 87,000 people a job, every day they have to go out. And they have to justify their existence the same way if you walk down the street and you see the guys writing the tickets on the cars because they have to justify their existence, too. 
Where where do we go from here now? Where do we go from here now, Michael Goodwin? What do you think the next step will be in this investigation regarding the Trump raid? Well, look, I I think ultimately the Justice Department is going to have to turn over everything it knows. This can't go on very long. I mean, Biden is in South Carolina on vacation, supposedly. But this story is is not a feel-good story for the administration. Now, maybe they have something that turns the tables here. But my suspicion is that if they did, we would know it by now. History tells us that's not the case. They are taking a pounding over this. And as I said, it's... It's stepping all over this idea that the Democrats are in a fight now back in the game and for the midterms. This makes this gives the the other side all the ammunition again now. So it better be more legitimate than the Steele dossier. Well, that's right. I mean, as I said in the column, it better be really, really big to justify something so extraordinary. But I wrote that column on Tuesday. Here we are on. Thursday evening, and still no real answer that would suggest that there was Michael, a justification. For we're going to have to go to a break, but Vito Fasella, the new borough president of the great uh, borough of Staten Island, wants to make a point. No, I just have a question, Michael, and, and we fo- the focus is on, obviously, the former president, but how many times has this type of situation been done for a prospective presidential candidate, which... If Donald Trump decided to run today, he would be the Republican nominee, in my opinion. Uh, in your great history and knowledge of history, has this ever been done in this way? Well, it's a, it's a very good point. And look, uh, no, I would say no. And I would go further, as uh, someone was making the point earlier today, that for that very reason, Garland should be disqualified for it. He should be recusing himself out of a conflict of interest. I mean, the entire FBI, which effectively works for Joe Biden, uh, is now uh, trying to prosecute Joe Biden's political opponent of the opposite party. I mean, we're back to 2016 when they're spying on Trump's campaign. It's the same thing again. They are now using the Justice Department to do the dirty politics of, of, of a political campaign. Michael Goodwin, thank you for everything you do. To tell the truth, that's all the American people want, to tell the truth of what the heck is going on. And we'll catch up with you again real soon. My pleasure. Thank you all. Thank you.